Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeedy duty. This is the WCHL Podcast. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry. On the other end of the line, directly from the Bat House, it's Andrew Major Kurth <laughs> himself. Andrew, say hello to the people. Yo, yo, yo. Andrew, how let's follow up really quick. How did the Bat House extravaganza go with um uh, oh, with all seventeen bat houses you made? Uh, oh, we're still we're still making bat houses as we as we speak. Yeah. Class isn't until uh, this coming Saturday, so yeah, we're still. I thought class still, was last weekend. Oh no, this this upcoming weekend, we're still uh, sawing away. We have uh, we we got a report in from a uh, concerned listener who was uh, who thought I, I wasn't giving enough uh, credit to <laughs> bats in the bat houses, and um, oh, yeah. it's a concerned batter. I think is is how they call them. Doctor Tyner um, knows all. He's he's built a house or two in his day. He says and says that he he uh, educated me on all the benefits. Oh. Where where's he been the past two weeks? We've been looking for help building these things. <laughs> well, hey, where's he Where's he been? <laughs> yeah, Will, Will Rogers Park, Lee. Will Rogers Park, get down there and <laughs> yes. help help yes. a boy out. Oh my lord! Uh, I'm, so, I'm so tired of cutting wood for bat houses. Oh, <laughs> how how about that? Oh, crazy, Andrew. Let's get after it. We've got a WCHL yes. podcast, and we have games going on as we speak when we're recording this. Mm-mm-mm. Insane! Holy smokes! Uh, all right, Adrian clinched the Great Lakes League regular season, but that's not an auto bid. Oswego State clinched the Northeastern Collegiate Hockey League regular season, but that's not an auto bid. But Andrew. Niagara, Niagara through some fun, funny arithmetic through some funny accounting, they clinched the ESCHL regular season, and that is an auto bid. Yeah, they won't suck up a spot at nationals though because they are currently ranked number ten. There you go. So one spot is guaranteed to nationals. It's the number ten team is going to be there. Um, and the Eastern States League has a playoff, but they award their auto bid to the regular season champion. So uh, that's we don't have to worry about them eating up a spot. So if you're Niagara and you're and we we've, we've probably talked about this in the past, but if you're Niagara going to nationals, do you even mess with going to the playoffs? <laughs> well, I'm sure they probably do, but you know, are, are they going to? Uh, are they going to put their their best effort out there on the championship game? We'll give it kind of the, yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll okay. show. Well, it'll it'll be like soccer, you know, when they play the uh, Europa League or the FA Cup or whatever it is. You know, if you've got an important Champions League team uh, game coming up or an important Premier League, you, you might tank that Carabao. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of take it a little easy, right? You might put your B squad out there and go, oh, yeah. "Hey guys, we tried." Yeah, we gave it an effort. We gave it an effort. So Niagara is in nationals. They've clinched the ESCHL championship. Congratulations to those yeah, guys, the Purple Eagles. Congrats to them, right? Have you ever seen a Purple Eagle, Andrew? I have not ever seen a Purple Eagle. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. you're you're a you're a woodsman now since you're outdoors oh, yeah. and at the Parks and Recreation Department. Oh yeah. Do purple eagles exist in nature? I uh, you know what? I went looking for a bunch of them this past uh, three or four days, and I never found a purple eagle in nature. Oh, oh, all right, all right. Well, you were off gallivanting in a state park in the eastern part of Oklahoma. Oh, yes, I was. All, all as part of your your so called job. It sounds like this so <laughs> this so called job is a boondoggle more than anything. A boondoggle. <laughs> it's kind of like kind of like being the commissioner. It's a I was, boondoggle. I was I was up there getting educated. Yeah, on purple that, eagles, huh? That way, that way, I can come back and run the most efficient park possible. So, <laughs> how about that? Uh, Andrew, we had some games since our last podcast, and since you went off looking for purple eagles in eastern yeah. Oklahoma, Colorado went down to San Diego, and what did we tell them not to do? Don't get sucked into the San Diego uh, trap, right? And what did they do? They got sucked into the San Diego trap. They sure did. They went out Friday night and kicked butt six to nothing. Yeah, they did. And then they got caught the next day five to four. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was ugly. That was ugly. U G L Y. I'm not going to ask you if you watched the game because it was broadcast on Black Dog. Oh boy. And nobody uh, watches games on Black Dog. I wonder if my Black Dog login still works. <laughs> you ought to try that. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you this. I was a, a WCHL coach was kind enough to share his Black Dog login with me. Yeah. And I've tuned in for like a period and a half <laughs> all season long. I, nice. You know, I, I, well, nice. it's no, no. I don't want to abuse. Yeah. I don't want to abuse. When, when it was your login, I did not mind abusing it, Andrew. When it was, when yeah, it was it, his login, I mind abusing it. <laughs> yeah. Let it rip, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, they, uh, well, yeah, Colorado, they uh, came out and crushed them on Friday, and uh, then they uh, got crushed themselves on uh, Saturday, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it do- doesn't make, I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, they, uh, what was it, 6 nothing on Friday, and uh, monstrous first period, or second period there with four goals scored, and then uh, then on uh, Saturday, they come back, you know, it looked promising, 2-1 to one after the first, and then... Uh, that flip flopped. It was the uh, oh San Diego State scored two goals in the second and in the third, so got them five four. It just doesn't make any sense as to why. Uh, I mean, I guess it, it, it's the old adage of uh, you know teams playing down to the level of their opponent. Yeah, but it really ended up hurting Colorado because last week they were what were they last week? They last week they were twenty three. As I say, they're up in the mid high to high, mid twenties, right? Yeah, they were twenty three. They were they were on the cusp of going to nationals. They had a chance, and um, had they you know had they another a, a six nothing win is great, but uh, losing to those guys, yeah, you know it's bad enough you got to play them, but then you lose to them that just hurts them. That's what killed them and dropped them yeah. three spots in the ranking. Well, and then it and then it kind of hurt everybody else that's played Colorado too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. So we can we can get into that more when we talk about rankings, but well, sure. But in the same thing, same thing happened with some of these other non-conference games. Um, Colorado State goes to the University of Mary to play take on the Marauders. And, uh, I will be in Bismarck in a couple of days, Andrew. Doesn't that sound exciting? Oh, it sounds fantastic. It sounds yeah. tropical. Tropical. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado State uh, took two from uh, Mary when Mary came to the fort in early January, and Mary remembered. 
Yes, they did. They, they smoked uh, CSU five to they, one and six to one. <laughs> they they hammered them, didn't they? Yeah, it was ugly. Oh, uh, but Mary's a good little team, so you know they're finding I'm, their way. They're finding I'm, their I'm, way. You know, I'm kind of excited to see what they bring to the table at nationals, right? Yeah, they have uh, Mary's in my B conference, and they're now leading the B conference this weekend. Mary plays number. Four or five or maybe what is Jamestown? Jamestown's got to be what seven, six. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they're up there somewhere, right? Yeah, so it's uh, Jamestown is number six, and it's a home and home, and that will be for the B Conference regular season championship. And uh, yeah, Mary kind of lost their way. I mean, they were doing great at the uh, in the fall, and then they kind of lost their way at the start of this semester, and uh, now they're finding their way again. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, you know they. Uh, you know, Colorado State scores the long goal on Saturday in the first game in the second period, and that was all she wrote, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind, yeah. Of, kind of a bummer. Yeah, and I, then kind uh, of kind of tell of, uh, you know, kind of the same thing on uh, Sunday, right? They scored the long goal in the second period again. but Yeah, I mean, but it was just – it was already too little too late. There were a defenseman yeah. for, uh, for Mary, a kid last name, the High Camp, um, whose father actually coaches at Waldorf. He, this kid played at Waldorf for a couple of years and then transferred this year to Mary. Um, but Heidkamp ended up with a, with a hat trick, and there was another uh, goal, uh, another defenseman that had two goals, could have got a hat trick had they put him out there. And I mean, just, just, just domination by Mary yeah. for two days. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what these guys bring to Nationals. The other non-conference series was Oklahoma going to Alabama, and much like the uh, Colorado at San Diego, this was uh, not, I mean, the the game result was good for Oklahoma. Excuse me. Boy, there was a chocolate milk burp. The game (laughs) result was good for Oklahoma in that they won both games. Yeah. But there were one goal games against the number 64th team in the the country. Yeah, team that's won one game, and uh, and you planned... uh, one goal games, right? Yeah. Two to, what was it? Uh, three, two, three, and two, and then five, five four, right? Hey, in, in the five credit Oklahoma, they were losing. They were losing big time in the third period on Saturday. And they stormed back with four, I think it's three or four goals to yeah. win the game. Yeah. They scored four, right? Yeah. I mean, they were, yeah, get, they four. were getting hand, handed to them. Yep. They were down three to one. And then, uh, yeah. in the third period, they come back and score four goals. In to, so credit that they actually came back to win, but come on, it's the sixty fourth team, and you're only squeaking out one goal wins against those guys, right? And they, you know, and I'm just looking. They played their third string goaltender on uh, Friday night, and yeah. then uh, their main guy, uh, Colbertson Bond, on Saturday, and yeah, sheesh, that was uh, yeah. a little close, little close for comfort on that one, right? Yep. The other non-conference game, it was Grand Canyon at Arizona State. Non-conference, that game was actually going on, Andrew, while we were doing our last week's podcast. Yep. Uh, Grand Canyon ends up winning that game three to one, and uh, Grand Canyon's on a roll. I'm, they're they're doing yeah, well. Yeah, there. You know, they had a little. Was it the weekend before last that they had a little hiccup? The uh, but other than that, they've been on a roll yep. this semester, haven't they? They sure have. They trans so they go to the mullet. That game was played in the gigantic mullet arena. Remember, it didn't get started until like eleven thirty Central yes. Time. Yes, it was. It was late. It hadn't started when we when we last week because uh, 
we got off the air 20 minutes before it started. Yeah, well, and, and even then, Andrew, it was, uh, you know, the broadcast started and uh, the game was still, the warm-ups were still going on. Oh. It was like, holy smoke. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. what a, I think everybody was sleepy. Yeah, 100%. But Grand Canyon <laughs> turns it around, and uh, the, the next night they play two games at home. These are conference games. They hosted U of A, the University of Arizona. And uh, they have U of A's number, that's for sure. Yes, they do. They got them, didn't they? They, they did. Grand Canyon wins both games. Uh, one, the first game was a two to one game. The next one was a four to three game, and it was a come from behind victory, if I remember right. Yep, yep, yep. On Friday, all three goals were scored in the second period. There, the uh, oh, and then on Saturday, let me get down to my sheet here. Yeah, the, uh, I'm flipping to find my sheets as well. Uh, Arizona was up two nothing after the first, and then uh, Grand Canyon came back and ripped off uh, two goals in the second and two goals in the third to take it four three. Yep, yep. Three power play goals on Saturday to uh, counter one, the one shorty for Eric, for U of A, and um, you know U of A is just you, you can just from looking at the at the lineups, there something's going on whether it's injuries or sickness or something. They they're, they're short a couple of people on the bench. Yeah, there. You know, I'm looking at it here. Oh, for seven on the power play in a four to three game. I yeah. mean, that's that's probably the that's probably the thing to look at right there. The uh, it's capitalized a couple times, like I always say, right? Green Canyon, yeah, different ball game. Green Canyon's capitalized a couple of times, and they're making it work. So, hey, yes, good for the Lopes. It paid off for them, and we'll. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Yep, moving on up, aren't they? The other two series were the ones that were affecting uh, the, the, the top. Missouri State hosted Central Oklahoma for two at the Jordan Valley Ice Park. And uh, UCO ends up walking away with both games. Yes, they did. A 5-3 to three thriller and then a 4 to nothing just kind of a workmanlike domination. How about uh, Friday night? They were they were down three two going into the third period, huh. and then they scored like like ten seconds into the third period. Yep, 12, 12 seconds in. Yeah. Uh, what is, is it? Uh, Sam Sykes again? Yeah, incredible. Yep, I mean right <laughs> off the draw, boom! Skate skate halfway down yeah. the ice score. Yep, he uh, he had two goals there in the third for him. They uh, and they take it five three. Yep, they took the they you know they they just. Uh, all the goals were scored in one end of the ice on uh, on that Friday night game. And, yeah, the Missouri State folks were feeling good, feeling really good about themselves going into the third period. And then UCO just kind of did what they do, which is, uh, you know, they stick the dagger in and twist it. Yep, yep, they did. And then, uh, you know, they, they kept that dagger in on Saturday, right? Yeah, they were just Saturday was like we're we're not gonna we're not gonna mess around. We're just you know it's yeah. gonna use another word. It's gonna use a jelly word. <laughs> yeah, um, we're not gonna mess around. So we're just gonna take care of business. Three power play goals. Central Oklahoma yes. just gets in there and you know that's gets the gets the dub. That's kind of kind of what you would expect here from these guys, right? Yeah. The, uh, so yeah, hitting hitting their not gonna say hitting their stride because they've been in stride all season, but. You know, kind of, kind of clicking on all cylinders per se here late, right? Yep, yep. And then uh, the other series that we were all watching was up in uh, Salt Lake City. UNLV goes up to Salt Lake City to take on the Skate Mutes, and uh-huh. both games go to overtime, and both teams end up uh, splitting the series. UNLV wins on Friday night by a score of five to four. They scored with eight seconds left to go in overtime. They <laughs> yes, were they did. everybody was getting ready for a shootout. 
And then boom. And then boom is right. Who is it? Cole Wyatt just absolutely just tears the heart out of all of these. I mean, they were just, everybody was just stunned. Well, yeah. Overtime though. So, you know. Yep. Utah nicked by doing that. Utah nicked a point off of uh, UNLV. Which yep. all the UCO fans were happy for, <laughs> yes, and then uh, then the next night it goes to um, overtime again. Yep, three three tied going into overtime, right? Three three tied going into overtime. UNLV jumps out to a three to nothing first period lead, and you're thinking, okay, I mean UNLV has all the momentum. Yeah, well, here up. we go. This yeah. is this is what we expect, right? Well, it's kind of like the you know, it's what what we saw happen at UCO at, at Missouri State, right? A tight yep. game on Friday night, then UCO comes out and says, "Okay, guys, we're just we're not yeah, messing we're, around. We're done. Yep, this is it." So you think, okay, UNLV skates by, gets by with the skin of their teeth on a Friday night. They're up to a three to nothing lead on Saturday after the first period. And you're like, okay, here we go. You know, we're yeah. we're not we're not, then, to, we're not messing around, guys. And then and then here comes Utah, just kind of lulls them to sleep, right? Chip. Two in the second, one in the third. Yeah. And then get some in overtime, right? Got him in overtime, and I'm telling you what, 21, uh, Matt Delaney. Uh, two things. Number one, he, it was this was one of those goals that um, it came off of a play where it's one of those things where it just kind of drives you as as a fan, as an observer. I don't even know if it's a coach because I'm not a hockey guy at all. I've been told that, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it drives you nuts because you have guys out there. The puck moves faster than the guys. Mm-hmm. And so, in, in a lot of room out there for a three-on-three. And so, he's, he took the puck from behind the net and skated her up around the wall and, all, you know, across the blue line and then, you know, back down the other side of the wall. And you're like, quit being a friggin', you know, puck hog. You know, yep. share the puck with your other two guys. Yeah, make some plays. Make some plays. Move the puck. The puck moves faster than, than, than your feet do. But I'm telling you what, kids skating around in a you know a three quarters of a circle there in the offensive zone, and like Sergey Fedorov, like you know uh, just the snipers of the NHL, lets one rip top cheese and it goes into the net. You in the uh, Utah Utes, the celebration was on. There you go. The interns apparently for uh, for for the University of Utah at the hockey facility there. They have these slow motion pictures or slow motion cameras that uh, you know cost an arm and a leg, but they put out you know beautiful content and someone taped the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah, from when the kid you know whipped around, got the puck from behind the net and just skated around in that three quarters of a circle in the offensive zone and yeah, got the whole thing and it looks beautiful. They posted it on social media, um, but yep. Yeah, so Utah nicks a point off of UNLV on Friday night and then they nick two points off of two. UNLV on Saturday. So- Three-point swing. Three-point swing, and UCO apparently uh, should be sending, uh, if this works out, UCO should be sending bouquets to Salt Lake City here. That's right. That's right, but they still got business to take care of. Got business to take care of. Nevada, Las Vegas is still first in the conference. They have 44 points. They only have two games left. Central Oklahoma is right on their heels. They have 43 points, one point behind, but they have four games left. So uh, UNLV is at Colorado State this weekend. UCO hosts Grand Canyon and then plays their arch rival Oklahoma. So UCO has, uh, assuming that Nevada Las Vegas wins out, um, I think it's some combination. However, UCO gets to seven, seven points. Any any combination of 
seven points earned by UCO or lost by Nevada Las Vegas will clinch the title for UCO. Utah is in third place with 29 points. Missouri State with 27. They're in fourth place. Grand Canyon vaults all the way up to 20. Those two wins move them from like ninth place all the way to fifth. How about that? Because we have a cluster. We have three teams (laughs) tied for sixth place with 19 points. Arizona, Colorado, and Oklahoma. Yep. And then Colorado State right on their heels. Colorado State and Arizona State round out the conference standings. So uh, there you have it. UNLV and Central Oklahoma are still neck and neck for the uh, title. And, um, you know, I would say at first when you look at this, you're like, well, UNLV is at Colorado State. Grand Canyon is at UCO. Yeah. I think the initial thought was UNLV got the tougher draw. But Grand Canyon is playing well. Grand Canyon's tough. You know, UCO's going to have to be ready. Yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, I think they both have two tough draws this weekend. UNLV uh-huh. at, up in the fort, they're going to have to work to play. And you know that Colorado State's going to be, uh, number one, they play better at home, but they're also going to be embarrassed because of what just happened at the University of Maryland. Right, right. But then your UCO, you got two against Grand Canyon. Yeah. Which is going to be tough. And then you follow that up with two versus OU. Which will be and, tough. And that's a huge rivalry series. And we both know lots of funny stuff happens in that series, right? It's a, hey, it's a rivalry series. You can't count on anything. Yep. And, you, know, yep. you can have the greatest team on, on paper, and it's a rivalry series, and s- s- goofy stuff happens. Funny things happen. So, yeah. So, there we go. That's the, uh, that's the state of the WCHL as of, uh, well, as of, what, last February 3rd, Sunday. So, uh what do you think, Andrew? Do you, should good we? Stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Um, I think the the wild thing, Andrew, is the you know we focus on the on the battle for the top, UNLV and Central. But man, look at that battle right in the middle. Uh, I'm telling you, I've had my eyes on that for for a while now, and Green? they have not yeah. they have not separated. I mean, you know? you've got a battle for third and fourth with Utah and Missouri State. And then you've got Grand Canyon, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, and arguably Colorado State, yep. all in there with uh, you know a free for all. Yeah, those guys are all fighting too. So yeah, there's there's little battles going on everywhere. Yeah, what a deal! What a what, uh, yeah. a, what a conference! Uh, I like it. What I a like conference! It. Yeah, I like it yeah, too. I like it. It keeps it interesting, right? <laughs> Des- despite the boob of a commissioner that they have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Andrew. Hey, let's hear some. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. Hey, I'm gonna. Here, hold on. I gotta get over here because I'm gonna hear this horn for a second. Let's hear a horn, and then we'll uh, come back and talk rankings and uh, other garbage. Sound good? Sound, sounds good to me. Well, he was more than just a coach. Uh, he was really a teacher. Work that pump. That's the way I like it. What the hell? We... You gonna let him stand in here like a? Just because you look like the gimp don't mean you play like the gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the gourmet shot. Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. But hey, as they say in hockey, let's do let's that, that hockey. hockey. Yeah, Chancellor Rapper, let's do that. Andrew, I couldn't believe they bleeped out Jules Winfield. 
I know, right? What, what the heck? What were they thinking, right? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Samuel L. Jackson, we love you as a hockey coach. That's right. We wish you would make more. It would be great if he showed up on like Letterkenny or or uh, what, what's the what's the new one? Shorzy? Shorzy, yeah. Yeah, it'd be great if he shows up as, as an opposing coach. <laughs> maybe maybe for that that tribal team or something. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> All righty, Andrew, we had a ranking that came out this week. It's ranking number 14. We have, uh, it. you know what? It's the uh, second to last ranking before we figure out who's going to nationals. Yeah, getting close, getting close. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams from the WCHL find themselves in the top 25, led by Central Oklahoma at number three, UNLV at number four, and Utah is all the way up to number 14. Then we have Missouri State at 18, Arizona at 19, Grand Canyon jumps up to 21. Big mover there for GCU. Yeah, four four spots there, right? Oklahoma drops after, even though they won, they played a miserable team and barely beat them. So uh, Oklahoma comes in at 25. The computer says Colorado's 26, Arizona State's 28, Colorado State's number 30. Yep. So uh, your top would, five, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I think the big loser on the weekend is uh, Oklahoma dropping three spots, right? Yeah. Out of the, the big loser out, out of the, uh, for, for sure, out of the WCHL for, in terms of rankings, I think the big loser in the entire ranking, um, well, it, you could argue it could be uh, Pittsburgh who dropped five spots from number 12 all the way to 17. But, Andrew, the number one team is still Minot. The number two team is still Adrian. Those teams are essentially tied with one another. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. No, they're not going anywhere. Three and four, UCO, UNLV. The number five team is Ohio. They moved up. But but that's because Ohio, number six, Jamestown, number seven, Liberty. They're essentially all in a cluster themselves. So they're they're tied with one another. Yeah, Maryville kind of jumps in there a little bit, right? Every now and then, and yeah, so Ohio 5, Jamestown 6, Liberty 7. Maryville, as Andrew said, they're number 8. Mary is number 9. Niagara, the champion of the NE, or of the Eastern States League. Yeah, the ECHL. Yeah, they're number 10. E- ESCHL. Yeah, you, you, that almost kind of sounds like a combination of ESPN and like EA Sports or something <laughs> like that. It doesn't roll off your tongue real well, does it? It, it does not. It does not. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there you go. If Nationals were were uh, going uh, off of this ranking, we would have five WCHL teams in the field. And the uh, crappy part about it is there would be one whole bracket that is nothing but WCHL teams. Well, you know, wouldn't have it any other way, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of stinks. I want, <laughs> yeah, it does. I, I would like to have WCHL teams in the final, but not playing each other in the first round. And then, oh, by the way, if you win that round, you get to play another WCHL team. You get another one, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, Central Oklahoma, they would play the winner of Utah and Arizona if the ranking uh, went out, as it, uh, or if nationals were based off of these rankings. Uh, Missouri State would play uh, Grand Valley State, and then the winner of that game would take on Adrian. And then uh, let's see here. Grand Canyon would play uh, would play Calvin. Boy, everybody would be rooting for Grand Canyon in that one. Yeah, they would be. Yeah, they and would then be. The, and then Andrew, they, that winner would go play Ohio. <laughs> yeah, Grand Canyon would be would be number uh, would would be favorite in, in in both of those games. You'd think. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Grand Canyon in both of those for sure. Then UNLV would play the winner of Illinois State and Delaware. That would be uh, that's tough sledding right there because those are, 
I don't know. Delaware of old is a gritty team. I know Illinois State's a gritty team. And yeah, Nevada yeah. Las Vegas is uh, very talented, and they don't they don't like to they don't like to play gritty. I mean, they can, but they like to emphasize their skill. Uh, yeah, versus you know grinding it out. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be uh, facing Illinois or Illinois State, right? Uh, you know, it depends. I mean, they're they're kind of hot and cold, but man, when they grind, they grind. Yes, that's yeah. So that's, and that's dangerous right there. You would think that UNLV would just overwhelm them with their skill, but uh, Illinois State kind of nullifies that with their possession game. So yeah, uh, say possession and grinding yeah. kind of slows that down a little bit, right? Yeah. So that would be that. Hey, and, and the one team that would get bumped from nationals based on this ranking would be um, Iowa State. Oh, <laughs> sucks to be the Cyclones. <laughs> but uh hey you know what um it's all going to change this this time next week anyways because we have games andrew we got games coming up yes, yes we do andrew yes, we got we games going on right now yes we do let's uh we got what gcu at ou today that already happened gcu at ou grand Ca- andrew go ahead take a prediction the uh i'm gonna predict that uh grand canyon is gonna take this one today grand canyon what, what do you think the final score would was gonna be Oh, I'd say it'd be somewhere in the neighborhood of 5'2", five, 5'3", five, something like that. <laughs> Green Canyon wins today against Oklahoma by a score of 5-2. to two. Oh. Look at you. You're a prognosticator. You're yeah, already I 100%. I know. See, I'm always 100% for the most part. Tonight, Utah is playing at UCO. And Andrew, here, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can't do this. Um, here, hold hold. I've got I've to be uh, technically... Adept. Oh boy, we're yeah, in trouble. We are in trouble. Here we go. Back to get it is Delaney. There's our friend Curtis Johnson. He'll send it all the way down. Utah is on a power play with 17.56 to go Curtis in the third Nickel. period. Utah is leading UCO 2-1 to one and they're on the power play. Oh boy. Ooh, so with that knowledge, Andrew, who wins this game? A non-conference game, but still number 14 against number 3. Uh, UCO all the way. Whoa, UCO. Okay, UCO is going to have a comeback, is what you're saying. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Well, if I see a goal going on anytime in uh, while, while we're talking, I'll let you know. Okay. The other games that are going on right now: Arizona, the number 19 team, is at Maryville. Arizona went to Maryville earlier this year and got smoked in two games. Yeah, they did. And Andrew, here, you know what? Let me again. We got to work on my technical proficiency. <laughs> Let me mute that game. Let me unmute this game. Here we go. It's a live look in. Here in period number two, the Saints will head to their first power play of the game and a huge one for Maryville to try and make it a 2-2 game. Arizona is leading Maryville right now with two minutes and 38 seconds left to go in the second period. Arizona is up 2-1. Two 2-1. To one. Two to one. Maryville is on the power play. Who do you got tonight, Andrew? Maryville, Arizona. I think Arizona wins at three to two. Arizona three to two. I like it. I'll tell you what. Arizona's wearing some sweet blue unis. Yeah, they, they look good. I know that last time they played at Maryville, they wore their reds. And um, while I'm a fan, I live in, in Norman, Oklahoma, and so I kind of like the crimson. Yeah. Um, but these blues look sharp. These blues that Arizona's wearing right now, boy, they do look sharp. All right, I will let you know if if we have any change here at the end of the period. Arizona just cleared the puck all the way down to the net, all the way down to the Maryville side. So uh, 
All right, Andrew. And hey, the other game that's going on today, Arizona State is at Colorado State. You know what? Let's have a live look in on these guys. See what's going on here. They're introducing the starting lineups because it's 9.38 in the evening, Andrew, and they're just now getting started. (laughs) Why wouldn't they? Oh, my gosh. Poor Arizona State. They only like to play night games, apparently. Yeah, yeah, late late at night. ASU at CSU. What do you think is going to happen? I'm calling Colorado State on this one. A CSU victory. Well, we'll have to – they're literally announcing the CSU guys uh, as we – as we uh, as we talk, so I will here. Let's have a. I'm gonna. God, I got to figure out how to uh, mute. <laughs> you know, if I could just. This is like I'm terrible on zooms because you try to talk and you're in your listening. <laughs> you know, you're, Glanced off the pad. There we go. In by Ursula. One twenty-seven to go in the period. And Maryville's Sam still Edwards on the power play. Back to Ursula. Oh boy. Walk the line. Top Walk the, the line. That's Marshy. For White. Marshy. White. To Flores <laughs> Edwards looks up, shoots. Oh, that one might have glanced right off the glove. It goes out of play. 114 remaining in the period. 36 seconds remaining on the power play. I tell you what, Andrew. I give I I, I give the the Maryville broadcast crew a hard time. Andrew Marsh, who's their play-by-play guy, who we just listened to, he is excellent. He is yeah. excellent. Now the other guys could use some help. Uh, you know, you're, what would your mom always tell you, right? Yeah, you can't me. say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. As well. Yeah. That's why. I, that's why I'm here, right? <laughs> hey, I know. I know. I don't know those guys, but I know Andrew Marsh uh, works for ESPN up there in the St. Louis area. He is excellent at what he does. Maryville is very fortunate to have him, and I'm sure the other guys are are nice guys. Um, you know, one guy looks. You know, sounds like you know an Undertaker, not the Undertaker, but an Undertaker. <laughs> an Undertaker, yeah. And, and the other guy, you know, sounds like uh, you know Roger Rabbit hopped up on Adderall or something. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, hey, power, power to them. Power I, if, to them right? if, if anything happens, oh, the Arizona has killed off the uh, penalty. Thirty-three seconds to go in the period. Looks like uh, Arizona might sneak out of the second period with a two-to-one lead. Oh boy, Andrew! Here's the thing I like about this weekend: we have four teams that are playing old-school WCHL weekends, and by that I mean three games in three days. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Love it, love it, love it. Grand Canyon, after beating Oklahoma, it has two against UCO. Friday, Saturday at the Arctic Edge Ice Arena. So, what do you think? Grand Canyon hot playing UCO, who Ooh. right now is down two to one. Oh, but Andrew, holy, you know what? Arizona is going to go. All right, period's over. Um, Maryville is 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 uh, well. The period's coming to an end, so Arizona's up. But UCO, Andrew, right now is on a power play in the third period. They're still trailing two to one. Power play. Oh, there we go, Curtis. Comes Talk up to us. Empty. Two minutes or less. That's what he always says. Here's Dix now. Uh oh, that sounded awful. Feel it. We might have to put an E on the. Is going to be from the on the broadcast, Curtis? Doucette can't get it out into the middle. Oh, Utah has the puck in the UCO offensive zone with fourteen fifty to go in the third period. So there's still time. Maybe, maybe by the time we're we're through prattling here, the uh, game will have concluded. We'll we'll know something more, right? Yeah. So Grant, but Grand Canyon at UCO. What do you think, Andrew? 
The, uh, I'm gonna, you know, this isn't gonna be real favorable, but I'm calling a split. Oh my gosh, Andrew, come on! <laughs> You're killing the commissioner here, not because <laughs> I'm favoritism, but because I got a trophy to hand out, and I, I would. <laughs> That, yeah. mean, that would put it to the very last weekend of the season. Do you have, I would uh, like to be able to hand out the trophy in November, quite honestly. I don't care do who it have, goes to. I would just like to let it go somewhere. Get it somewhere. The, uh, do you have a plane ticket for Las Vegas already purchased? I have a uh, rental car set aside. Oh, boy. Yes. I, I can't fly with that with this thing. It's big. It's big, so I need I need to haul it. <laughs> I got so much to say. <laughs> I'm talking about the trophy, Andrew. <laughs> okay. Okay. The uh, so you got to drive it in the car, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, it's big. It's it's it's, it's bulky. And Mm-mm-mm. if I drive it in the car, I don't lose it. How about this, Andrew? Two stories, okay? Number one, I'll always appreciate Greg Powers from Arizona State because he was kind enough to clinch the championship in mid January. Okay, so I like there was no waiting to the last minute, biting my nails type of a thing. So Powers always and his Arizona State teams were so dominant they would walk away with the championship uh, in January. Now, granted, it was a smaller conference and it was a it was a it was a a, a more innocent time, but uh, I'll always appreciate that from him. But the first <laughs> the first time I had to award the championship, they had won their game at Colorado. So I flew up on Frontier Airlines with the trophy and to go to Boulder to present the trophy, and Frontier lost the trophy. <laughs> Honest to God, Andrew, had I had had there been a connection, I I would have understood it. But it was a direct flight from Oklahoma City <laughs> to Denver, and they lost the trophy. <laughs> now I eventually found it an hour later. In, but, in parts unknown or what? No, well, it was not in parts. Nor, uh, but uh, no, it was at the Denver airport that it had just been misplaced. Oh boy! Uh, this was when you know when do we start the conference? About ten years ago, I guess, a little over ten years ago. And so the uh, Denver International Airport was still trying to figure out their luggage system at the time. And, um, yeah, it was, you know, it's, it's a big piece of equipment or, or trophy. Uh, and at the time, I, I don't know if you'll remember, it was one piece. It is now in, in two pieces. There's a stand and a trophy itself, a stand and a cup. Was, but, but before this was, it was all connected one. So it was one gigantic piece. Well, I was going to ask you, is it, uh, has it been fixed or is it still being held together by Bondo that I, that I put it together with? Andrew, um, in, behind the scenes? Little inside baseball. We have two trophies. The one that is currently out there is uh, proper and fixed. The uh, one that is that you attempted to uh, um, uh, help out with with Mondo is uh, still in a uh, a state of disarray. Let's say, <laughs> and it's in my law office. Um, so I will probably need to have it cleaned i've got a good friend who does some metal work um so uh i think we're yeah we might have to what what's that stuff the uh that we that, that we helped out with the um oh it's, oh. Not, it's not bondo it's the yeah, i did uh, two-part epoxy yeah what's it what's it called though it's called something uh there's a couple different names for it 
brand names. I can't remember which one I used on it. Yeah, well, whatever brand name it is, it's what whatever it's the brand name that my metal my metal worker guy said we ought to use. Okay, and I'm like, well, well, come on, my my Zamboni rink manager friend at the time said we ought to use it's it's what do you call it cement bond or something? Yeah, yeah, it's like it's almost like an E6000 type thing, but only yeah. two part. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so yeah, little inside baseball. There are actually two trophies. Oh boy, one that is traveling and one that is on display and one that is in one piece and then <laughs> one that is still in uh, disarray. Oh boy, yes. Oh. Yeah. All right, Andrew. So you say Grand Canyon and UCO will split. I will make yep. sure that the UCO folks know this. Um, Utah is also making a three uh, uh, an old school WCHL weekend after they're they're playing right now. Again, here let's look twelve thirteen to go in the third period. They're up two to one on UCO. After that, they're going to play two games against Oklahoma on Friday Saturday. What do you think is going to happen? Utah versus Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm going to call a split again. Whoa, a split for the Sooners. Why do you say that, Andrew? Yeah, well, these two teams usually play pretty competitive, so I don't see why that should change. Oklahoma, I think a couple of years ago, went to Salt Lake City and split with Utah there when Oklahoma had a not very talented team and Utah was doing pretty well. So, yep. uh, and I think yep. that not, if I remember right, I think it knocked Utah out of national contention. I believe so. Yeah. I remember that. I think you're right. Yeah. The, uh, the, one of the other two teams that's playing, uh, um, uh, old school WCHL weekend is Arizona. They're at Maryville tonight. They're at Missouri state, the next two. So Arizona at Missouri state at the Jordan Valley ice park. Andrew, remember this is the WCHL podcast. All 11 listeners are in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. Not counting the Pope. The Pope is in the Vatican. So he, he, but I think he's a Missouri state fan too. So uh, what do you think? Uh, U of A at MSU. Number 19 versus number 18, right? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, sheesh. I'm going to say, I'm I'm calling it Missouri state sweep. Ooh. All right, so Missouri State, uh, Andrew says, is going to sweep U of A. Uh, Arizona State is playing that old school WCHL weekend. That makes sense since they're old school themselves. They're at Colorado State right now. In fact, here, let me uh, look over to them. Surely the national anthem is over by now. Uh, let's see here. With 15.53 to go in the first, um, it's 0-0. Zero, 0-0. Zero. Zero, zero. Yeah, and it looks as if somebody in white Somebody from Colorado State is being helped off the ice. Oh, that's no good. That's no good at all. No abuelo. All right. So after Colorado State and ASU play tonight, ASU is going down the Triangle Highway to Boulder to take on the Buffs at the CU Boulder Rec Center. Arizona State at Colorado. What do you think, Andrew? The uh, I'm going to say all Arizona State on this one. Woo, look at you. All ASU. No credit to Colorado, huh? <laughs> all all issue here all right all right very good the final series is unlv at colorado state unlv is uh trying to you know stay ahead keep pace with uco these are their last two conference games of the season what do you think unlv at csu the, uh, i think this will be all unlv whoa so a sweep for the for the uh, vegas running rebels all right, there so let's recap. It. Andrew correctly predicted the Grand Canyon 5-2 victory over Oklahoma earlier today. It's almost as if you knew. Almost like I knew, right? And then uh, uh, Andrew is predicting that Grand Canyon and UCO will split. 
Um, you, uh, Andrew says UCL will mount a furious comeback and uh, <laughs> tie the uh, win tonight's game against uh, Utah, even though with 10.23 to go in the third. You know what? Here, let me hit the old live button. It's, yep, 10.23 in the third. Utah still leads UCO 2-1. to one. Uh, And then uh, Andrew says Utah will split with Oklahoma. Andrew says uh, Arizona's going to beat Maryville tonight 3-2 to two, and then uh, go down to Springfield and lose both games. Lose both games. <laughs> Arizona State, Andrew says, is going to sweep uh, Colorado, but that's only after losing tonight to Colorado State. There you have it. And then Andrew says UNLV is going to go into the fort and take care of the Rams and sweep Colorado State. Well, that'll be Ooh. interesting. Well, here we take, go. All right, Park Nost- Nostradamus. We'll see if it comes true. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Bet the okay. house. I mean, I called the score on the GCU OU thing, so I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Take it. Yeah, you take did. It, take it to the bank. That's all I can say. <laughs> I called the score. All right, Andrew, this is the point of the podcast where we talk about garbage, things, and uh, all that kind of stuff. What uh, do you have in your your little satchel of things to talk about that would be of interest? Not counting bad houses. Not counting bad houses. Well, you know what? uh, I'm I'm pretty boring once again tonight. They... uh, I don't have much to uh, much to talk about here. You didn't do any rock climbing. You didn't do any uh, um, spelunking. You did not do any <laughs> scuba or snuba diving while you were out at the Eastern Oklahoma State Park. I did not. I did not. The uh, I went for a mile hike on a trail up up uh, next to the lake and up into the woods there. Yeah. The, uh, that's about it. <laughs> I felt like the other day when I went to lunch, I went on a mile hike from my chair, <laughs> from my car into the restaurant, and then from the, you know, from the entry to my table. But um, I'm sure it was a different mile hike than the one you endured. The uh, now I will say there was a guy that was <laughs> that was there, and he he worked at the uh, restaurant that was doing all the catering for the convention, and this dude had the creepiest set of eyes on him I have just about ever seen in my life. God. And it's, and it's like every time he'd walk in, I'd immediately focus on him and watch him everywhere he's at in the room until he left. Because I didn't want him walking behind me. I was like, this guy's got to be like a serial. There's got to be dead bodies buried out here around this state park or something. You'll, you'll soon uh, watch You'll soon watch him on one of your true crime shows on Netflix. Oh, man. He was, it was, it was, he had the creepiest set of eyes, you know, just. Every now and then, you know, you just look at somebody and you're like, oh, like, look at, like, look at those eyes, you know? (laughs) Oh, man, it was, it was impressive. Andrew, what was it about his eyes? Did they go two different directions? Were they just full of uh, fire and and, and venom? Or or did they bulge? I mean, was it like purple, bulgy eyes? No, there was just nothing there, right? Just dead. Yeah, you look at him and you're like, Man, like I'm, I'm looking through your skull right now. You know, there was just wow. Yeah, it was, it was creepy. It was, it was creepy. So if I could have, if I could have snuck a picture, I would have. <laughs> but you were worried that you were taking a picture of a psychopath that would have killed you. Oh, he had to come back. He had to figure out what my room was, and he had got me in the middle of the night and murdered me for sure. <laughs> yeah, not how I want, not how I want to exit this world. See, Andrew, see, no, that's a pretty good little story right there. You, you went with a <laughs> on a on a. State park retreat with a serial killer. 
That's only not too many people can live to talk about it, can they? There you go. Let's hope he let's hope he doesn't listen to to cheesy regional hockey podcasts. How about that? It was that was interesting. Andrew, here here you go. I've got three things. I've got four things to say. Okay. Oh boy. Um, first thing, I it's a it's a little sad note. Um, it's I, I I know you have a pet. You have a three legged dog. Yep. I have two little uh, uh, kitty cats that um, yeah, keep us company. Um, it's always sad, and I know that people that listen have dogs or cats or snakes or you know cockatoos or whatever else it is that they call their pets. It's always a sad day when um, when things go south for a pet, and I think we're experiencing that with one of ours. So, oh, that's no good. It's no good, right? He's gone from being a fun little orange uh, pain in the butt who always wants to talk on the telephone whenever I'm talking on the telephone. <laughs> yeah. To now he's just pacing, and um, yeah, we have a we have a uh, we have an appointment with the veterinarian tomorrow to see what we can do for him. That's no, that's and, no bueno. Yeah, and I'm thinking there's not a lot, so. Uh, Hug your hug your pets uh, a little closer when you whether if you're on the road wait till you get home and give your dog or your cat or your snake or your mouse or your hamster or something give him a little extra hug. Yeah, um, that's no good. That's no, no good. We've had him, he's 15. We've had him for 15 and a half years. We figured out. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, a long time. Well, we took care of him, right? He's a good little. He's a good little boy. Yeah, um, even yeah. though he's kind of stupid. But um. <laughs> Andrew, I get emails from parents. Oh yes, you do. We've talked about this before. Yes. Well, yesterday was a was a yesterday was a one to top them all. I got <laughs> okay. an email from a parent who wanted to let me know that his stellar son, who plays for a team out on the East Coast, <laughs> had a whopping three points on his statistics. Even though, if you go to his game by game statistics, he actually had four points. Oh, you can gotta take get, that point away. Can we get this corrected? And <laughs> and soon before we start playing this weekend. Oh yeah, you want to get that fixed, right? I figured this was probably the difference between a couple of hundred thousand dollars in the pro contract that he's getting ready to sign once he <laughs> yeah. completes his once he completes his time at that Eastern Coast Coast team. So, uh, yes, Miracle of Miracles, the uh, hockey nerds at uh, St- Hockey ACHA uh, Stats Central were able to uh, uh, refresh his page, and he oh, now boy. has four, a whopping awesome four points. And I told the father, I said, yeah, I hope you sleep easy tonight. So, <laughs> I, get, I get emails. Come on, people. I mean, what it's the heck? Been- it is just be happy that they're able to keep track of the stats, right? And it, yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't always been that way. If it was, if it was a kid that had ninety nine points and he got ripped off to for meeting a hundred, or forty nine and he missed fifty, you know, um, I would get it. But you know, we're talking three or four points. Yeah, I mean, geez. Yeah, give it a, give it a rest, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and 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 again, we here's the other point, Andrew. It's the thing that I always I, I have to remind myself because there's so, I always want to be so helpful, but I have to remind myself, we're dealing with young adults here who ought to be able to handle this business on their own. And if the kid hasn't bothered his coach or me or other people, then why in the world is mommy or daddy doing it? Uh, you know. 
Just I, help you, Mc, help you, McHelperton here. But I'm yeah, exactly. There, that's me. Help you, McHelperton. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, Andrew. Um, two two things. One that's very frustrating, and one that's uh, exciting. I, I will, I'll have to let you know how it works out next week. Oh boy, very frustrating. Um, I have uh, one of these fancy old iPhones. And you know they they this phone doesn't use their lightning charger, right? It has the mini USB? Yeah, it has a mini USB, a USB C connection. I over the weekend the mini USB port failed for some reason. Come on! And my phone, it la- thankfully these new phones, their batteries go forever and a day. So while I was at a hundred percent on Saturday when I woke up. Um, when I went to go charge it on Sunday, actually, when I went to go charge it Saturday night, it was at like 19%, but the cord, for some reason, what the charging cord, the port wasn't working. Hmm. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, whatever I, it was, uh, so Sunday, uh, I wake up and my phone, uh, you know, is at like 7%. And by the time, the um, uh, by the time you know stores are opening, it's Sunday after all. Um, I'm at one percent. <laughs> I had to thankfully they have these things called MagSafe chargers, so I could I went out and bought myself a MagSafe charger, so I could still charge my phone without actually having to plug it in through the port, right? Yeah, you can set it on top of it. And set it on top of it, and it's magnetized and it's fancy. But Andrew, and so I, you know, it's frustrating and I'm sitting here thinking, well, how am I going to do my podcast? Because the, the reason we have such a nice connection is because I have a little doohickey that works through the USB-C connection and that's how Andrew comes in nice and clear. Yep. And, um, I was like, how, you know, I don't want to have to use Bluetooth. Not that I have anything against Bluetooth. It's just that sometimes the connection isn't as crisp. Gets a little pingy sometimes. Yeah. Well, Hey, miracle of miracles. It's working. Uh, it started. And, and here's the thing, Andrew. You know me. I'm a scientist at heart. So I <laughs> yeah, have like four or five charging cables laying around between me and my wife. <laughs> and so I went to each and every one of them. And each and every one of them was not working. So there wasn't the, a cable connection. It was my phone problem, right? Right. And then, sure enough, on Sunday, my wife's phone, you know, her cable connection wasn't charging you know luckily by then i had already had the mag safe thing so i could charge her phone too yeah but you know it's we're, we're taping this on a on a thursday evening wednesday last night we find out that sure enough our uh sure enough our, our connections are working now oh so, boy. so yeah it's just very frustrating there's uh andrew hold on hold on pulling badge that last that last second. Uh-oh. There's Terrence. For the Broncos. It's Terrence or Phillip. One of those two. Out in front. It's chaos in front. Relic. Three. Find it. Looks like the officials are going to talk about this one, though. They're going to confer, but Webster was right behind the net and emphatically called it a goal. 3.55 to go in the third period. UCO has apparently tied it up. There, there's a referee. Um, there's a referee conference in the. Uh, both referees are now going over to talk to the Utah coach. The linesmen are at center ice, and Utah is standing around, going, "What the heck?" 
It looked like a rugby pile, Andrew, with 12 Utah players and 14 UCO players all in front of the Utah net. And somehow or another, the puck found its way into the back of the net. Welcome to welcome to hockey in Oklahoma City. Right? <laughs> That's right. Welcome to welcome to <laughs> yes, welcome to hometown hockey. Uh, so anyways, Andrew, the phone charger, I, I'm convinced that it was an Apple screw up. Yeah. Because why in the world would our two fancy brand new iPhones all of a sudden not work with the uh, cords for a couple yeah. of days? And then, uh-oh, all of a sudden, a- Andrew, boom. Andrew, hey, hold on. We have a development. Uh-oh. We have a development. Let's look. what they'd be talking about, if I'm being honest, James. The referees yeah. are call- The referee has called over both linesmen, and he's putting... Ooh. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Mm. And the other referee is at center ice. So we have uh, – it's Tony Reese is the referee. He's conferring with both. He's conferring with one of the two linesmen. The other two. The other linesman just looks like he wants to stand around with his hands on his hips and look impressive. <laughs> Interesting. He's talking to both of them. We're going to see what's going to come out of this. They're calling it a no goal. Uh, they're doing everything they can to uh, – yeah, to, to uphold this thing or to figure it out. Oh, the, a UCO captain just literally took two steps. Oh, oh, the referee is going now over to – both referees are going back to the Utah bench. Both officials going back to the Utes bench. Yeah, I said that already. Yeah. Come on. That's Curtis. Like an, like not, an echo in this place, right? That, that's Curtis, not Terrence or Phillip. So, uh, well, let's see here. I'm on pins and needles waiting to see what's going to happen here. Go down to the – into the uh, rinkside reporter. Let's get some details here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think they have a rinkside reporter. Marshy, uh, Marshy, what's going on, Marshy? <laughs> body language is telling right. me that it's going to be a good goal. Uh oh, body language is going to be a good goal. Uh, yes, Curtis is there yes. with the body language. Yes. Oh, they call it a goal. It's a oh. goal. Tie game with three minutes to three minutes fifty five to go in the third period. Andrew, your prediction might come to pass. I'm telling you, I'm calling the scores left and right tonight. Andrew, here we go. Let's get a quick update on the uh, scores. Oh no, Maryville has tied the game at uh, against Arizona, but hold on, there's still a conference. Maryville has. Uh, yep. They're going to call this a goal because the referees are talking to the two Arizona guys and the Maryville captain just skated off. He's like, yeah, I've I've heard what I need to hear. He's like, yeah. All right. So Arizona and uh, Maryville are tied two to two in the third period. And here, let me look. uh, First period, 0-0 ASU and CSU with six minutes to go in the first period. So, all right, we'll just keep it here. There's 325 now to go. Utah and Colorado State are playing. Andrew, we've only gotten through um, 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 three of my four things. The phone charger, here's the last thing, the most exciting thing. The mo- I'll oh. have to tell you about it next weekend. Oh, boy. Andrew, you know me. I'm a connoisseur of ice cream. <laughs> I love I made some ice cream. Now, you, one year... Turned me on to some, you know, and I and I like trying new stuff out, right? So you you turned me on to some ice cream from Brahms. It was like cherry jalapeno churro flavor, something oh, garbage like the, that. Uh, it, wasn't it the uh, oh oh was it the chili blood orange or something like no, that? No, it was not chili. It was something jalapeno, and it was Andrew. It was awful. It was it, a it I was a it. it was a disgrace to to ice cream. 
I've got a pint of it in my freezer in the kitchen right now. You should keep that pint for when the Russians attack and give it to them so that it will kill them because it is toxic and it is no good. Oh my God. And this chili blood orange sounds even worse. I, it was something like that. Andrew, but I found a flavor. Actually, I found two flavors, but I, one, one of which I already knew about, something called I Love Cereal, which is basically oh, vanilla cream I, ice cream with fruity pebbles in it. I had that one. It's terrible. Oh, you're so wrong. But Andrew, <laughs> they, they have a new flavor or a new flavor that I sent called Cinnamon Twist. Ugh. Cinnamon ice cream. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So uh, anyways... Uh, we're going to try that one out. The taste test will begin uh, hopefully later on this evening, and uh, we'll have to report back as to how good or not good it is. Uh-oh, Andrew, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh, uh-oh what do we got here? 2.12 hey. to go in the third period. You shouldn't lose your pen. No, thanks. I'll have to no, find okay. one. No, okay. Are, are you there? I got one. I got one right here for you if you need a pen. I got one. Oh, no, 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 no. No, come on. Andrew. Take the lead. Utah is now on a power play Bronco with 2.12 to kill. go. Bronco penalty kill for the next two minutes. Ah, Oklahoma City refs. I'm telling they, you what. They called a goal for UCO, so now they got to make it up to Utah. So give them a power play. Going to give Utah a chance to win it. Yeah, it's like it's like a, it's like the playbook of Oklahoma City. <laughs> you it let the record reflect this was Andrew Major Kurth talking, oh, not yeah. the commissioner, because yeah, I do was. not I do not want to hear from the local Oklahoma City referee officiating crew. Nah, they can. He, they've got my cell phone number. They can call me if they want. To. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> and if they don't call me, I'll give it to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So a minute thirty seven to go in the game or in regulation. Let's say Utah is still a minute twenty to go on the power play. A different of 10 seconds um arizona and um maryville are still going at it in the third period maryville is is desperately boy they're swarming the arizona net and andrew i'm here to tell you those arizona blues here we go 1457 to go in the third those arizona blue jerseys are sweet pretty good pretty solid huh man they look great and it's a it's a rich it's a rich kind of blue it's not a new york ranger blue it's like a deeper darker blue than that look good good. yeah i'm telling you what asu and colorado state still tied at zero with three minutes to go um andrew you know what we're just gonna it's now 50 seconds to go in uh, regulation yeah, and we should just we should just hang on here. Yeah, here I'm gonna get it out. Does oh, uh, UCO light. clears it. Thirty-eight seconds still to go. Yeah, Regan over Regan. Oh, Regan. UCO almost scored. Trying to rag it down low for Doucette. Doucette trying to find Regan. Bit of a hook. No call. Huh. <laughs> Regan gets hacked <laughs> down. And Doucette carries over. There are two players, two UCO against four Utah players in the UCO offensive zone. Broncos full strength. Ten seconds still to go. Thank you, Terrence. He'll shoot it. Couldn't get anything on it. Out of play. Three seconds still. There we go. Of course, we're going to blow the whistle with three seconds to go in the game. Oh, wow. Hey, this is. (laughs) This game's going to overtime. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Jeez. All right, Andrew. Well, hey, that's that's all I got. Do you I mean do you want to stick on? Do you want to hang on here? What do we got? What do we got time wise? We're at one uh, one hour and one minute fifty seconds. I say we uh, I say we let it go. Leave a little mystery here for next week. There we go. All right. Well, here we want back in and see how this game finished up. Right. <laughs> Thanks to everybody for listening to the WCH. Oh yeah, we need to do this because somebody just called timeout with three seconds to go. Oh yeah, sure they did. What sure the heck? Did. Come on. Sure they did. 
Yeah. Well, maybe, they did. maybe they'll pull the goalie too. Jeez. <laughs> Try to get that extra man out there. Uh, All right. Listen, everybody, thank you for listening to the WCHL podcast. Thank you for your support of ACHA hockey, men's division one hockey. Those other four divisions can kick rocks. That's right. Uh, thank you for your support of the WCHL. Thank you for your support of Andrew and for of me, but most importantly, the student athletes that play for the 10 WCHL teams. They deserve the limelight as much as we can show it on them. Uh, contact uh, us on Twitter at WCHL Pod or at Western CHL. Andrew's on Twitter at Stickford AM. I am on Threads at CJP in OKLA. Andrew, I'm going to hit the button. Well, I'm not going to hit that button. That would be the good, the bad, and the ugly. We don't want to hear Clint Eastwood just yet. Yeah, we don't want to hear Clint Eastwood. That would, I would, that would have been a mess up. All right, Andrew, <laughs> I hit the button. Here we go. Hey, get out there and watch some college hockey this weekend. Don't listen to Perry and his ice cream uh, selections, and we will catch you on the flip side. No, go ahead and listen to my ice cream selections. Boom.